This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? Across the ages and across the globe, there has been an ongoing pursuit by man of a celestial deity. From the smallest island, the most remote jungle, or the bustling expanse of the largest city, man worships something. Many conclude it impossible to personally know this sovereign creator and sustainer of all things. The pantheists say he is in the rocks and the trees. The Hindu looks for him in the murky waters of the Ganges. The Muslims join the pilgrimage to Mecca. To the Catholic, his mediator can be found in the Vatican. Some look for him in nature. The humanists declare God doesn't exist while he deifies himself, but the true believer knows that God has revealed himself in Christ. God takes no scriptural time to prove his existence. He simply states, In the beginning God. From Adam to now, every man has a void within himself that only God can fill. The reality is that God has pulled back the curtain on himself. Biblicists know that Christ is the ultimate and final theophany. Christ is the icon, not the reflection, but the real God. Jesus declared in John eight nineteen, If you had known me, you should have known the Father also. He declares, I and my Father are one. In answer to Philip's request to show him the Father, Jesus answered, He that has seen me has seen the Father. Perhaps the Apostle Paul gave the clearest explanation concerning God revealing himself in Christ in his letter to the Colossian church. Ephraphas had visited Paul in the Roman jail and brought him the alarming news that false doctrine and practice threatened the church. Paul, rather than seeking to take apart the error or spending time in refuting the heresy, provided the great antidote, the doctrine of Christ. He stated in Colossians 2 and verse 8, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men and after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Paul in this and other places answered the age-old question, Can a man know God? Those who desire can know him, but they must know him in Christ. Christ is the image of God, the firstborn of every creature, not in time, but position, showing priority and position not chronologically, but in rank. Recently, a young man approached me after a service and asked me, when are the last days? I simply stated to him, we are living in the last days. And then I referred him to Hebrews chapter number one. For the Bible says, God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sin, set down on the right hand of the majesty on high. The conclusion is that Christ is God, not just a good man, a good teacher, or an example to follow, but God. There's no middle ground on this subject. Either he is who he said he is, or he is the world's greatest deceiver, 
a liar, and our Bible cannot be trusted for it entirely speaks directly to this truth. It follows then that if Christ is God, then he and he alone is the way of salvation. The fact that Christ is God excludes all religions, programs, or effort to approach God apart from him. Jesus makes this clear in John chapter 14 and verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. It also stands to reason that for every believer, he is not just hold a prominent place in our lives, but he is to be preeminent. De Vinci, after three years painting the Lord's Supper, it's reported to have asked a friend to critique his work. At first glance, his friend was immediately fascinated with the detail of the cup that was held in the Savior's hand, and he made that statement. It is reported that with a quick stroke of his brush, he covered the cup and stated, Nothing must distract from the Christ. Christ is the one, ultimate, eternal being who created rules and sustains all that exists. Because he alone gives life, he deserves our praise. Because every circumstance is under his control, he alone deserves our trust. Because he is eternal, he alone deserves our worship. Because he is the Lord of lords, he is the only one in the universe to whom we will all finally answer to. I marvel in him today. He walked golden streets surrounded by jasper walls, then one day he laid aside royal robes and took on a robe of flesh. He became poor that we might be rich. He walked over the embattlements of heaven and down a golden staircase and came into this world by an old barn door and went out on an old rugged cross. Christ is a rare jewel, but men know not his value. A sun which ever shines, but men perceive not his brightness, nor walk in his light. He is a garden full of sweets, a hive full of honey, a sun without a spot, a star ever bright, a fountain ever full, a brook which ever flows, a rose which ever blooms, a foundation which never yields, a guide who never errs, and a friend who never forsakes. No mind can fully grasp his glory his beauty, his worth, his importance. No tongue can fully declare it. He is the source of all good, the fountain of every excellence, the mirror of all perfection, the light of heaven, the wonder of earth. He is time's masterpiece and eternity's glory, the sun of bliss, the way of life and life's fair way. As the writer states, he is altogether lovely. A morning without a cloud, a day without a night, a rose without a thorn. His lips drop like the honeycomb. His eyes beam tenderness. His heart gushes love. The Christian is fed by his hands and carried in his heart and supported by his arms, nursed in his bosom, guided by his eye, instructed by his lips, warmed by his love. His wounds are his life. His smile, the light of his path, and the health of his soul his rest and heaven below. For that reason, and for a thousand, uh, no, not a thousand, but a thousand, thousand reasons, he should be preeminent in our lives. I want to thank you for taking just a few moments today with me from my heart to yours.